everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz Videos. Uh, these videos are for all instruments. Uh, I happen to be holding a saxophone, but it's for any instrument out there. Now, today we're gonna be talking about enclosures, and we're actually gonna take sort of a slow approach to building up to this amazing melodic device. Um, and today, we're, we're gonna take a little, little piece out of it. What I just played there to begin with was just a bunch of stuff in the key of B-flat concert, that involved a lot of enclosures and a lot of chromatic approach tones. I don't even know what I played exactly, I was just improvising it, but that's the kind of stuff we're gonna dig into. Now, in one of the previous video series called Advanced Jazz Learning Techniques, I did a video on enclosures, and I sort of went through the whole enclosure deal in a quick 10 or 15 minutes. So what I wanna do now is slow it down and blow it up a little bit. These videos are called Digging Deeper Jazz because I wanna dig deeper into the ideas. Enclosures, simple as they are, are also kind of complicated. There's a lot of technique and a lot of brain work to be done. By the way, an enclosure is simply a note below and a note above a target note. So if I want to play a B-flat concert, I can just play it, or I can play below the note and then above the note. Below, above, then the target note. So all that chromatic bebop sound and stuff enclosures. So here's where I want to start today. We're going to start simply, and I want to start with a half note approach to a major triad. That simple. So here's the triad I'm going to be using. One, three, five. Let me put it up on the screen for you really quickly. So it's just a C triad, right? And what we're going to do is approach each of those notes half step from below. So item number two. And that little V above the note just shows you where the chord tone is. So the idea is we have a half-step approach. I like to think of it as a tension and a release, especially if we had a C7 chord or a C major chord playing behind us. That first note would sound like a tension, the half-step below, then we resolve it, right? So that's the main thing I want you guys to work on this week or the next two weeks or the next month is that ability to do that on various chords. And I'm just talking about major triads, right? There's only 12 of them. So when I say various chords, I mean 12 triads. For some of us, I'd be happy if you did this in two or three keys, because it's a lot to keep in your head if this is something new to you. For pros out there, I promise you, this is gonna be challenging for you to do in all 12 keys with velocity, with accuracy, all right? So um, let me give you an example of where we hear this. This is probably sounded like, man, why did I click on this video? This is like some simple stuff. I don't think so. Um, Lee Morgan, great trumpet player, on the John Coltrane album, Blue Train. Um, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. The opening of his second chorus on the song, Locomotion, Lee Morgan plays this astounding lick, uh, and I think I can play it. So the first 200 times I heard that, it scared me to death. It, it was just so killing. And it was Lee Morgan and that attitude and everything and the way he played it. He played it better than me. And I was scared to even figure out what it was. It was just so 
wow, right? And so years later, I figured out what it was. It is <laughs> what's on this sheet, a chromatic approach, literally, to a C triad. He approached a C, an E flat, a G, and then the C at the top. Then he did the same thing again, but started on the third. He approached the third, then the fifth, then the root, then the third. So he was inverting his way up, but the only notes he's playing are a C triad and a half step below. So everything you're hearing here is those three notes and a chromatic note below. That's, <laughs> that's an amazing amount of music. Now, if you've listened to any Mozart, you've probably heard some, uh, some cadenzas that have that sort of flavor in there too. So yeah, by the way, neither Coltrane nor Lee Morgan invented the chromatic approach to a triad. That's been around for a long, long time. Classical music, right? For sure. This is an ancient, ancient thing. And there's millions of songs that use this chromatic approach. So here's what I want you to do. For this week, I want you to practice this in as many keys are comfortable. So again, for many of us, I don't want you to do it in 12 keys. That's bad advice. I want you to do it in two or three keys and get really comfortable. For some of us, just the instrument will be getting in the way, depending the level you're at, right? A lot of you out there are the adult students that I like to teach and that I like to talk to. So for pros out there, of course, we're gonna add velocity to this. We're gonna do it in all 12 keys. We're gonna do various root motions. So let me play a bit of this for you. I'm gonna put the sheet back up. So let me do this chromatic approach to number three. So I started writing it around the circle of fourths and uh, I put it cetera instead of writing the rest of it out, right? But you can see the first four keys going around the circle of fourths, C to F, B flat to E flat. You would just keep going from there, right? Go around the circle of fourths, or if that's kicking your butt, stay in those keys. Now, here's the thing. I always want it to be a half step below the major triad, even when there are quote unquote wrong notes. So for instance, if you see a C7 there and I write C, B natural, C, B natural is not the right note. That's good. We don't want the right note. We don't want consonants all the time. We don't want every food to taste the same. We don't want every movie to be exactly the same arc, right? We want tension and release. So that half step, that B natural on a C7 chord, or that D sharp on a C major triad, or that F sharp on a C major seven, that wrong note, quote unquote, is the note we want. So that's one of the big things about enclosures. So as you can see, we're starting off slowly. So your assignment this week is half an enclosure just that chromatic approach, not the full thing. We're gonna get there, but I want you to work on this and get it where you can get it. So let me do um, example number four. I'll put the sheet back up. So, this morning, I sat down to start playing this stuff, knowing I was gonna do this video, and I was kind of surprised that even though I intellectually know this inside out, even though I've been using uh, this kind of material in my solos for literally decades, this kicked my butt. I actually had to practice this for a while, and 
it's getting me across the horn. Um, so there's angularity issues of, you know, where I'm jumping down. There's airstream things. I've got a little leak in the bottom of my horn. So when I jump down to the low note, it's not there. Yeah, no excuse. I should have better air support for it. This is challenging. And of course, I could also try to do it twice as fast. And get around the chords like that. So again, most pros are going to have their butt handed to them a little bit by this exercise. Do it in different root motions. I was doing the circle of fourths. Can you do it down in whole steps? I'd freak out if I had to go any further than that. So I'm going to be practicing this this week, as I do with most of this stuff that I'm showing you guys. So it's kind of that simple of, you know, what we need to do here uh, to understand it. Easy. Here's a triad. Now play a chromatic approach. And I gave you a couple ideas of how to do it uh, on the sheet. You could slow the examples down. So I made the lick a little longer. I made the exercise a little, a little longer so I'd have time to think about where I'm going next, right? I did the chromatic approach to the C a couple times. Whatever, it doesn't really matter, right? It's this idea of understanding this half-step approach is a thing. This is a big deal, and it's going to be a big element of what we develop. There's going to be three more videos coming up. I'm not going to do them all in a row because I want to give you some practice time on this. But there will be a total of four videos sort of building up to <clears throat> the uh, full enclosure idea. So that's where we're going from here. So uh, I think I'm just going to leave it there. We're going to make this one short and sweet. But that's the challenge. That's the work that I want you to do this week is half-step approaches. And I want you to listen to that Lee Morgan solo. And now that you know sort of the secret behind what he's doing, um, it's still astounding when we hear him do it. But you're going to start hearing this sound everywhere. Lee Morgan did this big, long chain of, I haven't even counted, 17, 18 chromatic approaches in a row. So you don't always hear it like that. But you'll, it's almost impossible to find four measures of jazz from any era, any player, where there isn't a chromatic approach. That's just part of the sound. So I want you to dig into this stuff. And uh, again, I'm going to mention Jazzwire to you guys. That's coming later in 2018. And this is going to be an amazing website, especially for you adult amateur musicians out there who are looking to connect and looking for good information. It's going to be these videos on steroids. I mean, this is 2% of what Jazzwire is going to be. So I'm excited to get it working for you guys. And uh, if you look down in the show notes, uh, there's a little place where you can click to put your name on the list and win everything. Things, uh, up and running, we'll let you know about it. So hey, thank you so much for that. I want to thank Gonzalez Reads for being such a great sponsor of these videos. And uh, tune in next week. We're going to develop this idea just a little bit from there. Thanks for checking out Digging Deeper Jazz, you guys. If you're interested in the PDF, please send me an email at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. I'll get it off to you. Thanks.